0: Hello and welcome to those Vicar Blokes. It's me, Howell, and me, Dave. Dave. And on this podcast, we are going to be talking about.
1: We're going to talk about Matt Hancock and his use of his WhatsApp and the leaks around that. We're not going to be talking about his missus, are we? And all that? No, we're not going to talk about his missus. We're not going to talk about eating bugs? No, we're not going to talk about how he fell in love or or anything about bug eating or. Anything else he's been on. It's just like his, his revelations, latest revelations. Lately, Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. We're going to be talking about what the what are the fundamentals of the Christian faith. So we've been asked a question about that. So we're going to try and answer it.
1: Yeah, one part of it, not all of it. No, not all of it. Not all of it. Um, we're going to talk about what we've been watching on TV. Um, so I've made you watch better this week. Yeah, so we it, was, it was all right. It was on the iPlayer, wasn't it? It was on the iPlayer, yeah. But you have to say... I'm not advertising particular network, though. So it you can say that,
0: but I have to say that it was so enthralling for you, you couldn't remember what it was called.
1: No, yeah. no, I had to look up what it was called, although... And then well, I
0: forgot, had right, to ring
1: you up and said, what's well, that, that programme? Yeah, that's yeah. very true, but it's good, actually. Better, it's called Better. And as this
0: is our first podcast uh, that we're we launching now, uh, there's a little bit of chit-chat about, you know, who we are, uh, where we've been... What our journey of life has been yes. as well. Yeah. To the first sort of uh, edition of those bicker blokes, we did it last week or the week before, didn't we?
1: But we did. What happened? Do you want to tell everybody what happened? Um, well, I don't really know what happened, but we had a technical issue that meant we, that we only had about ninety seconds of material. Yeah. Um, so we talked for about an hour and a half to try and get forty-five minutes, and ended up with ninety seconds.
0: Yeah, it was it was my fault. But most things are. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, um, so. I'm Howell. I'm uh, a vicar in Yate Parish. I'm here with Dave Coaches. Do you want to tell us why you are Dave Coaches, Dave Coaches?
1: Uh, Well, you call me Dave Coaches because you seem to think that um, it's funny. It is. It is funny. (laughs) And also because uh, I'm now a vicar type person, um, but I used to be a bus driver uh, and therefore having a Welsh heritage and... uh, it somehow fits the Nessa narrative, I think. Well, yeah, we can't... Um,
0: you're called Dave... It's not Nessa, it's Dave Coaches, isn't it?
1: Dave Coaches, as in Nessa's boyfriend in Gavin and Stacey. That's it, yeah.
0: So, do you want to tell us something about yourself then, Dave? How did you end up coming to BU in Yate Parish?
1: Well, um, I did a student placement just in the next parish at Froomside, and then... That led into me serving my curacy um, across, well, mainly in the Froomside, but ten percent of that I had to work with this weird Welsh bloke um, out in Yate, and uh, and then a, a role came up that I applied for as a as a longer term post across both Froomside and Yate.
0: So, how did you end up being a vicar then, if you used to drive a bus? Because I thought vicars were like posh blokes and stuff and things like that.
1: Um, well, I managed to fool them um, that I was. Uh, you put on a middle class accent. Uh, yeah, though. that's right. Yeah, I lost <laughs> the Bristolian for for a couple of days and uh, convinced them that perhaps you know I was called for it after all. Um, but I think I'd always had a nagging sense of cool ever since secondary school that I'd that I'd put off because I wasn't posh enough. Um, but you know, yeah, I
0: had that. I said when the, when I went for. uh ordination interviews they said what's your image of God and I said God is a woman and she's Welsh because she goes on and on and on until you do as you're told I think I was in secondary school and I thought about it and I thought that is a stupid idea so I went and done a degree in biology and then worked in genetics for a few years Um, because I just thought it would go away I thought if I get a proper job I'll forget about all this vicar nonsense and everything will be fine.
1: Yeah. Um, so I tried
0: to get out of it. But you look after ordinance, people want them to be vicars now, don't you?
1: Well, I do, have a, uh, yeah. I am an assistant diocesan director of ordinance. <laughs> so, yeah, to give it its proper title.
0: I I've, yeah, I remember my, my director of ordinance, bloke, yeah, the assistant guy. But my plan was to tell the truth and then they wouldn't let me in, so I remember they asked me um, to bring in something that sort of said something about my vocation. Do you still have that? Are
1: you asking to bring in something? They do have that in a different sort of way now, but luckily it got dropped in between you and me because that doesn't float my boat. Don't it? No, not in any way, shape or form. Do you know what I brought in? No. I brought in the inlay
0: cover of The Prodigy's Music for a de- Degeneration. De- do you remember that?
1: Do you remember that well, one? Well, I, I like The Prodigy. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. yeah? I can't remember what the cover looks like, but oh, it's, well, the album's good. Uh, yeah, the
0: co- the inlay cover is basically this block stood by a, a ravine with a, a rope bridge over it. And what he's doing is he's giving the police the middle finger and he's got a big machete he's going to cut the rope so the police and everything bad can't come over to get him while they're having this big rave. It's very 90s. And I took that in and I said to the selectors that in being a priest I'm giving the world the finger so I don't want everything they're offering me. I'm going to do something else. And uh, they, I thought they'll never let me in now. But they, they did. Yeah. It was just so, so...
1: yeah, Yeah, they were probably... Very impressed secretly, but do they won't want to admit it? Well, I don't know. So, um, so what did you? Uh, what else did you? What's
0: your journey? Sorry about. Tell us something about your journey then. Uh so a bit cringe not it. it is a little
1: bit cringe. Uh, previous jobs: ice cream man, cleaner in a school, worked in an insurance office for seven years. Um, then I was going to be a stay-at-home dad. lasted about five weeks, but it was too much like hard work. It is. Um, yeah. and was not very good for my um, my relationship, to be honest. Um, and so I <sighs> applied to be a bus driver and did that for 11 years um, before I worked in the depot for a couple of years. Um, and yeah, here I am with that. Um, journey church-wise, um, been a church warden. Been the lay chair of a deanery. So you've done quite a lot of type of churchy, churchy stuff, like. stuff before, yeah. Yeah, I did no
0: churchy stuff before. I think
1: it was God preparing me for ministry in some sort of way to make up for my lack of educational background.
0: Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I went to Murfield, proper training college. Yeah, uh, up in Yorkshire. I went there basically because. It was run by monks, and they said that you had to be at prayers at seven o'clock in the morning. And you had to be there at half past six in the evening. And there was all these rules about what you had to do. And I think that appealed to me because I knew I needed discipline. Because I'm not a very disciplined person, really, I don't think. And I needed that. So I went there. And and I think as well, because I was only 25 when I went to ministry training, I wanted to do the kind of hardcore things, to be like the marines, you know, so the other ones were a bit soppy, I thought, in my head, well, these guys were like, you will do it, so I was like, yeah. Uh, Then I was in Blackpool as a priest, that was a bit interesting, Blackpool. Then I was in Chorley, not Chorley, Chorley uh, in Lancashire, and then spent eight years as a vicar in Market Drayton. Uh, which is in Shropshire, and I came down here. So that's sort of who we are. We'll maybe tell a bit more of that as the podcast goes on. What we're going to do in this podcast is have, uh, answer a question of somebody who since we've had some questions sent in, we're going to talk about some TV shows and the news. So we'll do the news in a minute.
1: We hope you're enjoying this so far. Don't forget to click subscribe. Hopefully we'll be doing this every week. So you should get updates on your platforms for those. Or oh, send in your questions. Oh yeah, we need some questions for the big questions. Yeah, yeah. So maybe not as big as what are the fundamentals of the Christian faith, but if you do have anything you want us to tackle, then do let us know. We'd love to do that. And let us know what you think generally, because we're over under a bit of an experiment at the moment. So let's know what you think. Thanks very much. Okay, so Howell doesn't actually watch the news um, or read a paper regularly. So I have to fill him in on what's happening in the world. It's bad for you to watch the news. It's bad for you. I quite agree. It's definitely (laughs) bad for you, but I do it anyway. We often do things that are bad for us. And uh, and that relates to the news this week because the big story is... um, the leaking of the WhatsApp messages that Matt Hancock was sending and receiving, whilst he was health secretary, um, in the COVID nineteen pandemic. Oh, I I have seen this. I seen it on
0: YouTube uh, because my son was on about it. It was my wife was on about it, and uh, I watched a YouTube video on it. On what well, GB? It was not GB News. That's your one. You like that. And it was it. Oh, the yeah, GB? it was GB. Bit, morning, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah Ed Ball and that. Yeah, so I've seen bits of it. So what's your take on it then?
1: Well, my take on it is that I quite liked the fact that somebody, when they were referring to the weight of what was, uh, of these WhatsApp messages and how many they were, said it, it's three versions of the King James Bible. Which I thought, well that's good, at least they're bringing um, <laughs> some religion into the secular world. <laughs> but I kind of think that if he's got that weight of WhatsApp messages in that period, then he's not got any separation between what's life and what's work, and probably he's got some sort of serious addiction issue. He needs to sort out. Was it hundred thousand?
0: Was it hundred thousand WhatsApp messages? Uh, apparently,
1: at least a hundred thousand WhatsApp messages. Um,
0: so, how have they actually these journalists? Have they actually read all of them then?
1: Well, it seems as though. The lady who wrote his book with him signed a non-disclosure agreement and has been been given access to all of these records. And so she's cherry-picked which one she's going to feed.
0: Oh, I looked at um, her that and, um, online. She's a yeah, um, open...
1: Yeah, shot. Isabella Oakshop.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. She's the one who wrote that book, Call Me Dave. Do you remember The Pig?
1: No, I don't. You know do that. remember The Pig? I, I'd be surprised because... It, he's called, called Dave. Me. I've never read a book called Call Me Dave.
0: No, it's about David Cameron and the pig, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Do you remember? I see, yeah.
1: So, so sw- you, when you talk about pigs and Dave, what I think about is <laughs> the fact that I am now the vicar type person for Culpit Heath, and Culpit Heath is the place where Babe, Pig in the City, was written. Is it? It is, yeah. So, it's but, nothing to do with so, Dave. No, I can't think Dave Cameron, no. No, I you can't think about that, yeah.
0: Uh, or David Hamron. But she was the one who did that, yeah. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. But she
1: presents a show with Richard Tice, the leader of the Reform Party. on Talk TV. They're um, UKIP rebranded. Oh, right. Talk TV, what's that? Talk TV is like GB News, but different. So it's the the channel that now hosts Jacob Rees-Mogg, I think, or maybe that's GB News. Um, but yeah, it's uh, one of, those, yeah, I know one of those the ones, new news channels. Did used to be one one radio one station,
0: on Radio Station or something? I don't know. I don't yeah, I think I know sure the, what you mean. So, so your take on it basically is that um, so basically he's been
1: betrayed by this open shop. He problem. yeah, he's been betrayed by her, and he sent some messages that perhaps if they were going to go in the public domain, would have been unwise. Well, it like all. WhatsApp messages, really. like a lot of WhatsApp messages yeah. that you might send um, to you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if we're being really <laughs> honest, you and I were on training on Zoom during the pandemic, and we were communicating in a WhatsApp message what, yeah, directly but, with each other yeah. in the background, and we wouldn't want the people leading that training or anybody else to know exactly what we wrote to each other.
0: Well, I think that's. I think that's fair
1: but I think that's fair for all private conversations isn't
0: it really you wouldn't want a private conversation aired outside of that private conversation would you no that's the thing you wouldn't but I think, I think what I would say about it because I did see it on GB New not GB, GMB I did see it on that my take on it really is and this might be a bit controversial now is I don't think it's his fault because I think that the culture that he was within actually made it impossible for anybody to actually achieve a job, to do a job properly, because of the culture that he was in. And I think that the culture that he was in seemed to me to be so toxic. Whoa. It's a bit like... Have you ever seen that Stanford prison experiment thing?
1: where the psychologist Zimbabwe yeah, with When, the, when, the, the, when the I did like 10% of my work with you way back, you know, three, four years ago, you, you made watching. me watch it. Yes. Yeah. It was good. It was very yes. glad you made me watch it, but it was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is very much like that. And actually that reflects the other big news story of the week, is that the Labour Party have just employed Sue Gray, who wrote the Sue Gray Report, on the parties in oh, the party lockdown. woman, yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and that was her reflection was that there was a culture that was seriously unhealthy going on at the time. Um uh, the the f- and, yeah. Yeah.
0: I-, I think really that if we're honest, that anybody who's in that position would have not done it well enough. And I think that what's called for is mercy is what
1: well, there's, there's a reality in there that actually it's easy to criticise the work that other people do in their interactions with hindsight, but at the time they didn't know what to expect, they didn't know what to do, and, and, and whoever was in charge at the time was going to be criticised by this point. Yeah, that's think, the reality. And I think there's
0: a deeper thing as well, is what we do, what we did and what we do do as a society is we big up people to do things and we say this person will save us. This, you know, the the government will save us from COVID. The science will save us from COVID. All these things will save us and then they don't. And I think it's a bit like, um, I think we really, we worship the wrong God. We turn Matt got into God, and then when he wasn't a good God, we, we slammed him for it. And yeah. That's the thing. Is what, it's a bit like last week's reading with the temptations, where the devil takes Jesus to the top of the mountain, doesn't yeah. he? And he says, I will give you all this power. But it's not his to give. It's not his to give. I'll give you all this power if you bow down and worship me. And because we were frightened we all worship the wrong gods, and then the gods let us down. And I think it doesn't matter who's in there, but I think we should be merciful, which I find really hard, because I'm still a bit cross about it, to be fair. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really cross about it, but I think I'm trying to be merciful. I
1: think think it's fair to say that that since he, he lost his place in front line of politics, he's tried to win people over in a different way and I'm not sure that, that I have much sympathy for the ways that he's tried to do it. But you're absolutely right that, you know, we need to look at this with a sense of of um, mercy and, and grace and think, actually, he's human. He's in this problem because we, we made him something that he's not. Yeah, and the, the, the lie that we're told all the time is that it's not that
0: is we can be gods if we have the right people acting as God. But the truth is, no matter who thinks they're God, it always ends in tears. Yeah. So next time we'll be, in the next bit, we'll be talking about what are the fundamentals of the Christian faith. So I hope you're enjoying those pickup Blokes. If you are, please subscribe by clicking the subscribe button on whatever platform you're looking at. We're on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, our parish website, and wherever else we decide to put it. So please click subscribe, and hopefully when more episodes come out, you'll be able to find them easier. That's how you do it, Dave. All right, thanks. All right? So we've asked for some questions to be sent in to us, and we've had a fair few in, and we thought the best one to start off with is, what are the fundamentals of the Christian faith? And that's a really hard question, it did, because we could been here for a long time. Yeah, it is kind of, yeah, it, it's a very broad question, let's put it that way. It's not difficult, it's just broad. But I was thinking about it, and I thought, what's probably the... Basic assumption of the Christian faith is that we are not God, and it's the recognizing that we are flawed human beings, and I think that's beautiful because all of us are flawed, and all of us are equal in our flawed flawed nature, but also in our value. So is that we created in the image of God, which means that. All human beings are of infinite value, yes, but all human beings are actually flawed at the same time, and I think that's what lies at the fundament at the heart of our civilization. I think those two ideas that all people are made in the image of God, men and women are made in the image of God, and that we're all flawed. And uh, we, we can't be gods ourselves, we're all
1: flawed. Yeah, I think I could I could agree with that fundamental premise that you know we definitely are all flawed. You've know, got to work very hard to find the flaws in P Plugins. they they become self-evident. Um, I mean we we look at the only perfect lived human life as being Jesus. Um And so we look at his example and we look to try and follow that example. And and really, one of the the fundamentals that goes alongside the fact that we're all flawed is the fact that we all seek to be Christ-like. We don't look at ourselves as being gods, but we look at Christ and see that he is um, God in human form and seek to live more in the way that he lived. Yeah, so
0: Jesus, that's the second part of it really, is that Jesus is the person we cannot be. So we have that thing in Christianity where we have the first Adam, who is the Adam who fails, along with Eve, they fail in the garden and they get kicked out. And Jesus is the new Adam, Adam version two, who is able to live that perfect life. And Jesus forgives us, uh, and brings us to God, and not by anything that we've done ourselves, but as a gift, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. So we receive, God comes to find us to give us a gift, which is our salvation. It's not something we can earn through our own merit, as it
1: were, isn't it? No, no. And, and when we look again at last Sunday's readings, we've got the temptations, and, and, and we know that our human... And would have, for most people, would have sought to take the power, would have sought to, to fall for those lies that the tempter was given mm. to Jesus. Yes, um, and Jesus knows that. We look, you know, a week before, and we look at the Acts Wednesday reading with the woman caught in adultery, um, where he's very clear, you know, those of you who have not sinned, pick up a rock. Those, mm-hmm. those of you who have sinned, Jog on.
0: Yeah, and I think that's actually one thing that we kind of are losing in our society. And this is the thing I think that causes most division, really, is this refusal to admit that, that we are flawed and we are what we call sinful. Because sinful just means not perfect, doesn't it? It doesn't mean evil or awful. Sinful means...
1: Well, I don't like the expression sinful because it makes it sound like we are... Full of the sin, and it becomes the sum total of us. You're
0: so, oh, you so wet, man. Etymology. I'm so wet. Um, me- oh, no, we are sinful. I'm sinful. No, no, we sin. Yeah. But I think
1: that's a, uh, just the full part of it. It's, it's, it's so complicated. We, we are sinful. I think. No, we're sinners. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's not meant to be the sum total of who we are. I don't think it is. No, No, so that's why I have a little bit of a problem with the term sinful. Oh so you think it it sort of because I think we're both, aren't we,
0: in a sense? This is was coming to it's a bit like that yin yang thing. You know, we are both, you know, we're flawed and divine at the same time, isn't it? Yeah. We are made in the image of God, yet we're flawed. And I think
1: that's what we've forgotten. I think what I wanna be is that that the more important part of that, they don't carry equal weight, the more important part of that is that we are, that we're loved and we're forgiven. Mm. Um, and that and that should overpower the, the dark side of it, I suppose. The but sin.
0: don't you think, though, that the more we're conscious of our own failures, the more we're able to understand how much other people love
1: us? I think... But if you're conscious of your failure. I think if we're not conscious of our own failures, then we're fooling ourselves into loving ourselves. Yeah, well, instead actually, of recognising the love that other people and that gods for us.
0: Yeah, because I think this is the difference, is that now we have this weird thing. I was watching uh, The Brits the other week. I haven't seen it for years, and there was this weird sort of thing on there. I'm getting old now. Where it basically was all the songs all about... Uh, how much we should love ourselves how great we are how we're all perfect and I thought that's just nonsense because we're not perfect we're not great we're just ordinary human beings yes. and the power of love and the power of friendship is that you love somebody because they, they are who they are so I think it's amazing that who I am that given who I am that people love me I think that's amazing, and I think that because I'm admitting my sinful nature, I think it then helps me understand how much people love me. And you hear that all the time at funerals, don't you? When you do funeral visits, you say, "Oh, I didn't deserve that, or I didn't deserve it." You know, they were the light of my life, and this because they know who they are, they know that the person loved them for who they are, and that's that's what. That's where we need to get to. And I think because we've lost the idea that we can be flawed, um we we think that, that being flawed and love are different things.
1: But well, I think you need to recognise that you're flawed, but seek to be better. Yeah. But knowing that you're never gonna be perfect.
0: Yeah, that's
1: right. Uh, we we're kinda like uh
0: Restore default settings like you have in the computer, isn't it? Is it we think we're doing better, everything's good, or overcome that and and improving? This is really great. Then something comes along and says,
1: You know, well, something's going to hit us at the next weak point, yeah, and then
0: right back where we
1: started. (laughs) But I
0: think, I think that's the thing. I think what I'm trying to say as well, I suppose, badly, is that. We're very good at spotting other people's sins. And I think where we're at as a society now is that we believe in sin, but not our own. So we're very ready to say, like I'm talking about Matt Hancock, very ready to say Matt Hancock is an evil man. And Matt Hancock got it wrong and he didn't care enough and he wasn't kind enough and he was reckless and stupid and did these terrible things so all these people died. What a bad guy. We're really keen to do that, but we're not very keen at admitting that, that 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 that's those sorts of flaws might be in us as well. So the weird thing that's happened in our society is we say we're taught there's no such thing as sin and we're comfortable talking about it, but that's just when it's us. We're very comfortable about talking about other people's sins.
1: Well we're yeah, I think you're right. I, I think that we're very good at it looking more that we should be forgiven than that we should be forgiving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think I think fundamentally
0: the fundamental of the Christian faith actually is about understanding who we are as human beings and looking at humanity in the world through that lens of we are fully made in the image of God, yet we are flawed, so everybody has equal value. Um, seeing it through that lens, and seeing that now God loves us, and understanding that God loves us, so we can actually be who we are. Yeah. Because that's the, I find that the great thing about being a priest, is I can be myself, and I don't have to worry. Well, I know that, you know, when I go into other purviews outside the church, People always get the idea they're pretending. I don't know if you find that.
1: I mean, well, maybe you're more astute to that line. Maybe Um, I'm just based. I think we we have a slightly different role in the fact that it's very difficult um, to distinguish between who we are and what we do. We're called into the role we're called into because of who we are and therefore it it becomes what we do. Whereas that's not a reality in most walks of life. You have a job. We don't really have a job. Maybe. I think yeah. I think we we've got a vocation, haven't we? It, it, it
0: is I can't stop being a priest, even if it even if I hate it or it's doing my head in or whatever. Because it's who I am. Yeah. I can't escape it. It's a bit like being married, isn't it? I can't escape being married because it's who I am. I think I'm just kind of that's it. Because this who I am. That's who I am who I'm called to be. And being a father, I can't escape being that. I can try. I could like run away or something or pack it in. But really, fundamentally, is who I am. And I think that's the fundamental of the Christian faith, is God calls us to be the person we're created to be. Yes. And priesthood is that our expression of that. Yes. You, it doesn't matter what that expression would be. It could be something else. Could it?
1: Yeah. Could be. Could be. You know, people are called into nursing. People are called into teaching. People live out their lives in a way that. What are you called, called, God's to be, called them into? You're called to be a dad, don't you? Oh, it's cool to be a dad. It was cool to be a husband. Yeah. I mean, I mean, kitchen was called cool to be a bus driver. though, so that's oh, the well, well, distinction I'm trying to. Oh, I see. Maybe. and me. Yeah. yeah.
0: How many kids have you got now, know 15 in it or something, how you got?
1: I've sort of got six. Six. They're okay. not all children anymore, so they get more complicated when they're not children anymore. Okay, so to
0: sum up this little section, I think what, we, what we'd say, maybe we'll do a part two on it, is that the fundamentals of the Christian faith are that those three things. That one of have, the fundamentals. One of the of, fundamentals of, of the Christian faith is that we're made in the image of God, so, everybody is equal, yet we are all flawed, so we mess up, and God gives us the gift of salvation, uh, even though we don't deserve it, and we are called to be who we truly are.
1: Yeah. So, we're going to look at what we're watching on TV. So this week, it was my turn to tell Howell what I've been watching, because our TV habits are very, very different. Yeah. Um, and, um, so he's watched the first two episodes of a program called Better. For the background on it, Better is about a police officer who is um, under significant control of an organised crime gang, and um, illness falls upon her son, and in part of that, there's sort of an exchange where she promises to be better. Now, the programme's not clear who she's promising to be better to. She's gone into the the multi-faith prayer space, so it gives an illusion that there's some form of God in it, but I don't know that that's necessarily true. Um, by the end of it, but she does. Yeah, yeah. But you missed it,
0: didn't you? You you missed it. Is at the end of the second episode. There's a quote from uh, the Book of Acts, isn't there? Well, which you is tell really me that, weird. but I've
1: seen all of the episodes. And I didn't notice a quote from that. There was
0: this, that old guy, she goes to, she's went, went trying to. I've got to be honest, it's not really my thing. It's a
1: bit like these dodgy sort of BBC characters. prefer drama. watching the cartoons, don't you?
0: Cart- They're you not know? cartoons, they're animes. Anyway. anyway right, more of that. More of that. Nectar. Anyway.
1: I got the feeling I'm going to have to suffer some of that. Animes, is the next it's
0: week. not suffering, it's good. Anyway. So, yeah, so at the end of the second episode, she goes to see this old guy who was
1: her dad's. Mate was a... Yeah, well, he, was a, he was a copper on the payroll of an organised crime gang when her dad served as a police officer. Yeah, about like 20 years before, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah.
0: And he he was saying that all confession is selfish because you want to unburden yourself of things. That's what he said. Yeah. And um, he quoted the Book of Acts. He quoted... Um, say, oh, this is great. I'm, I'm really chuffed I noticed this, and you didn't. is He said... He was talking about the road to Damascus, where he said that my companions uh, heard the uh, saw the saw the light, but didn't hear the voice.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, and then she says, "I didn't have you down as a god, Barbara." Yeah, she did. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I have to admit, I actually had to Google the bit he said and sort of. For this anyway, so then I worked out. I, uh, out. Right. I didn't instinctively didn't know. Just go, oh, oh it's no, no, no. no. I, 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 had to, I had to replay it because he sort of mumbled it a bit. And I was like, What did he say? And I
1: put it to Google and found out. So he was on about, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't i wouldn't rewind it and replay it because I wouldn't want the wife to know that my hair isn't as good as it perhaps it should be. Well, maybe, and
0: also, I thought it might be a good way to get one over on him because I thought you might not have noticed, yeah. So I thought that was, yeah, so but. I think really what it's about is conversion, isn't it? That program
1: about wanting to be a better
0: person, isn't it?
1: Wanting yeah, it's about it's about recognizing our flaws, and she's recognized that she's in a position where she's taken power, she's taken authority, she's taken, uh, but she's living her. She's living a lie. There's something. Better, you know, that's why it's called that. I think she she seeks to be better than she has been, yeah.
0: And I think, as well, is what we do, I think, a lot of the time is we pretend that stuff we know is wrong isn't. Uh, we kind of justify it in all sorts of ways, don't we? And that's what she was doing, she was kind of justifying uh, her role in the organized drug trade in Leeds, isn't it? But when she, her son, got ill she then realised that there was consequences for it because she came across other kids who'd been brutalised by this gang and she started thinking oh, that's like my son Yeah, because her son suddenly was weak because he caught meningitis and she had to care for him and in caring for her, that opened up her empathy to other people and then she started realising that it wasn't just there was real people being hurt. Yeah. Wasn't it? That was the thing. It wasn't just about her career and things like that. It was actually real people who were
1: in trouble. Real people. Real people just like herself. You know. And it was easier for her to put herself in, in their shoes at that point. Cause she was in the point of despair. Yeah, because she felt vulnerable herself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes things come along and they change our priorities. They change the way that we view ourselves. And I think it was one of those moments where. Huh. You've not got beyond. No I, two, I, you? Got, uh, no, well, no, I won't tell you what happens next because I don't want to ruin oh, it. Right, okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know.
0: but I think it's to do. Yeah. And I think that the key thing with it is this idea of empathy with people, which then takes us back to what we say about being made in the image of God is this Christian idea that we can all recognise another person's humanity because we're all made in the image of God and in failing to recognise the humanity of other people that's where all the evil comes in then, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think there's something fundamental in this particular programme about um, the world's measure of success Oh, right. because, because this man, her relationship with the, with, with, with the drug dealer, in effect, has caused her career to progress rapidly, mm. and therefore she's seen it as successful, because she's got a good job in the police, she's, you know, she's not just any detective constable anymore, she's right up at, mm. I don't know what level she is. DCI, I think. I think so. DCI, yeah, something like that. Um, so she's she's managed to get up to a certain level that that, that gives her respect and authority and, and and you know she's seen it and she's got a big house and a nice car and all of it.
0: And she and he's got the same. The drug dealing guy, he's got the same as well, isn't so he's, he's got
1: that and more. To be fair, but he's more. She has to be a bit guarded, now she. Shows what she's got. So she's got a big stash of cash in the loft as well. Oh, is she? she shows it shows you. Oh, really? um, Because she can't just buy a new house on, a, on, on her copper salary, can she? She's
0: ah, that's like Breaking Bad. That's one we should watch. That's really good, that is, Breaking Bad. Yeah, never seen it.
1: Oh, that's really good. We'll have to
0: watch Breaking Bad. Is, um, I've seen Breaking Bad. It's brilliant. Um, but I think the thing with that is that takes us back to last week's readings, which is The Temptation, isn't it? It's the same thing, where Jesus is taken to the mountain, the devil shows him all the kingdoms of the world and says, I will give you this. um, If only you bow down and worship me.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what she's done.
0: But the thing is, we all fall into that. She fell into it bit by bit, isn't it? Yeah. And then the interesting thing is, she tries to get out of it because she wants to be better, but it's sort of so insidious. It's kind of enveloped the whole family, her whole life, her whole career. So she, it's like a web she can't get out of now, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And that's yeah, it. but you need to keep watching to the end of are right, yeah,
0: oh, yeah. But I've only seen the first two. But that's that's basically it, isn't it? Is that she wants to be better? She wants to have that Saint Paul on the road to Damascus vision. But Saint Paul is the guy who persecuted the church. He has a vision of Jesus and turns his life around. Yeah. And then becomes the person who wrote most of the New Testament, isn't he? Wrote most of the Bible, really, isn't it? Well, the New Testament part of the Bible. Yeah. And that's what they quoted. I thought it was interesting that they quoted that. Because even as a priest, I kind of had to like, rewind it and put it into Google to find out. It's interesting, isn't it, that the writer put that in? Yeah. And yeah. then she said, Oh, I didn't have you down as a God So even with that, that idea of redemption and conversion and all of that is still there,
1: isn't it? But he'd already walked her walk.
0: No, I'm just well, that yeah. did yeah, yeah. I've interested in the writers. Yeah, I'm interested in
1: the writers. Did it, but it's 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 interesting that he'd already walked her walk twenty years earlier, and there's mm. some perspective that no matter what we do in life, we're not the first. Yeah, that humanity's been around for a long time. We're not going to be the first people to experience something. Um, no. And other people that we can learn from. It and was, it was interesting. Well, that's really what, that's the
0: weird thing about the Bible, is what the Bible is full of is stories which relate to everyday situations today. And actually, it's ancient wisdom that enables us to be better because it's a bit like when I was a biologist, is either you could do the experiment yourself, which is the hard way, or you could look online to see if somebody else had done the same experiment that you want to do and pinch it. Because if they yeah. publish it, that's why science publishes things so you can save work. And really, that's what the Bible is, is a series of people who've made all the mistakes that we're going to make so we can kind of learn from them. Yeah. Because humans are humans no matter where we are. Indeed. So, us. The end of the podcast so hopefully you've enjoyed it let us know what you think uh let us know if it was any good or not whatever and please send in your questions to us and we'll do our best to answer it next time we'll be talking about what dave finds on the news whatever he finds because i don't watch the news because it's bad for you and also as well we'll be talking about Vinland saga Finland saga. Finland saga, it's on Netflix, it's an anime, it's not a cartoon. It's brilliant. So I've got to watch cartoons for the week. It's not a cartoon, it's Finland.